What's up, everybody? Monday morning, Monday morning, 5 a.m. Are you getting up? Are you being a little bitch and staying in those sheets? What are you doing? Are you getting some coffee, drinking some water, stretching, getting ready for the day? Or are you just sitting in your bed saying five more minutes? What are you doing? All right, well, welcome back, Atlanta Wealth Club. Um, let me just remind you guys to pay the fee. The fee is quite simple. has nothing to do with money. Just share this with a friend. Cousin, relative, sibling, parent, someone that's like-minded. Your dog. Fuck it, man. Yeah, tell your <laughs> tell your, your French bulldog. That's, oh, no, you know what? Tell Fularias or whatever his name is. You know, Peluchin. <laughs> Snowball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Tell your little chihuahua, your little, you know. Um, tell them about us. You know, tell them. Hey, go check out Latin Wealth Club. But with that being said, this is your host, MP, and behind the scenes. KZ. And today we're going to talk about money right it's crazy right as hispanics as latinos mexicanos salvadoreños guatemaltecos puertorriqueños cubanos you know whatever you are we never talk about money and is it because we're taught that taught that i don't know is what do you think are we taught not to talk about money is money like a bad thing to talk about is it evil uh in our culture it almost is man and why why would you say that well, for me, um, growing up, for sure, it's it's a topic that nobody really talks about. Um, it's it's more kind of like, uh, oh, you keep that behind the scenes in front of the family. Even if you're having money issues or even if it's going well for you, it's not really something that you, you mentioned. Yeah. And especially in front of uh, other family members that even if you're doing better, you know, might not be doing so well. You just don't want to bring that bring that up because, you know, some people do get very, very upset by that. Do you believe that not talking about money is a problem? No, I don't. It makes me a little sad, especially in in our community, um, because, you know, a lot of that knowledge is is kept locked up inside of people's heads um, when we can just be given to each other for free, man. So you're saying like maybe not sharing this information is actually holding us down. Oh, yeah. As a community. Oh, yeah, dude. It's sad because, you know, like for me anyway, on, on my experience, it like I said, we don't really talk about money, especially at family events. Um, so that, that knowledge that, you know, maybe my cousin might have that could help out my feel or whatever will never be passed on because, well, it's not really nice to talk about money. Do you believe it's because some people are embarrassed of their financial, uh, financial situation? Sure, Maybe they have debt. Maybe they just made some bad investments, whatever it is. But the whole point is, is to learn from that. Right. And to, to be able to move on and, and move on to the next best thing that's going to help you out instead of hurt you so i want you to answer this at the end of the podcast but how do you think we could potentially become more open and talking about money okay you know maybe have that linger around your head for a bit sure. and then uh you know maybe maybe give us an answer give us an answer at the end of the podcast you know i'll i'll state what i think too um but with that being said look bro i think money's a game i think money is nothing less and nothing more than a sport I believe that, like, just like Monopoly, just like baseball, just like basketball, hockey, all the, any type of sport, any type of board game, any, you know, like chess, you know, you can become a master of those things if you work hard on it, right? The more practice you put into it, the more practice of understanding uh, those things, you will become the LeBron James of that, whatever that is, right? Because as we know right now, LeBron James is one of the greatest players still alive, right? And it's still in the game. Um, so when you become a master of it, it becomes easy to be to get, right? It becomes simple. 
it, it, everything becomes more clear. There's more. There's not. There's no longer questioning or misunderstanding of things. Right now, I would say, in the game of money, you can't hate money. If you hate money, you will never get money. It's it's pretty simple, right? Um, and in our community, we do hear like money's the is the root of all evil. You know, que es malo. You know, like said, I be social dinero. It's like it's it's bad to be ambitious for money, right? It's bad to love money, right? They see it as as an evil thing, right? Or get the dicen, el dinero no no paga la felicidad, no compra la felicidad. Money doesn't buy you happiness, and I disagree with that. I believe it does. Because money would relieve me of stress. And without stress, I would be happy. So technically, money doesn't buy happiness. Would you agree or disagree with that uh, statement, AZ? I, uh, yeah, I agree, of course. I mean, who wouldn't be happier with $100,000 in their pocket right now, you know? Yeah. Everybody, would, everybody has money stress. I mean, that's just part of life, it seems like. So, you know, it, it's kind of dumb to say. That's why I don't really like that saying either. Yeah. Because, yes... Sure, I mean, I I understand. I think I understand the the, the concept. whole concept of it. Yeah, but you know, saying that almost kind of throws people off. You know, oh, don't chase money. Yeah, and I feel like then it be it, money doesn't become important. Yeah, and then all they do is complain, complain about their life, and try to and try to become comfortable with their situation, trying mm-hmm. to make the best out of life, and it's like you're playing with crumbs, mm-hmm. which is great. You know? I mean, you know, you got you have to make. You have to do best with what you have, of course, right? But, I mean, the goal should definitely be to, to level up and move yeah, up. Yeah, get the whole pie, not the crumbs. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Um, And I also believe, you know, in the game of money, it's a simple doubles game. For example, if you get one, learn how to get two. Learn how to get four. Learn how to get eight. Learn how to get 16. Learn how to get 32. I believe that money is simply a doubles game, right? And uh, if you see it that way, and if you see it that way, in, in mostly in the world of investments, it becomes pretty simple on how to get to a million dollars or a hundred thousand dollars. I will say, when you do get to a hundred thousand dollars, I was in the same boat. I never seen that money. I was like, when I got there, I was like, oh my god, this is a tremendous amount of money. And then you start looking at real life prices, and you come to realize that a hundred thousand dollars ain't shit. It ain't nothing. Um, so when you do get to those type of points, you got to remember that it's a doubles game. You got to continue. You got to keep going. You got to make sure that it's never ending. That it, that the money is cycling and be and working for you, right? And that's what we talk about in the bull room. So if you haven't checked out the bull room, we're already on uh, episode number three. So make sure to go check that out. Episode number four will be coming out this Thursday. Um, just so you guys can. Uh, you know, stay tuned. Um, and I think another thing with the money game that, you know, our community doesn't understand is he's leveraging it, right? I believe that people really, really misunderstand leveraging, right? It's like um, if you have a million dollars in a bank, it is so easy, just like I said, back going back to the doubles game, to double that by leveraging. Would you agree? Yep. Now, people don't realize that if you have a million dollars in a bank, I know I sure as hell don't, but um, if you do have a million dollars in a bank, it's so much easier for you to walk into that bank and say, hey, can I get a loan for another million dollars? Now you just doubled your money. Yes, you're going to owe that money back, 
But if you're smart, you leverage that money into a an investment vehicle like stocks that pay dividends um, and provide passive income or real estate that's going to give uh, supply you with positive cash flow after expenses, putting back money back in your pocket and growing your net worth to from one million to two million dollars and deleting that debt. You see, this is what people don't understand about money is that once you do double money, it becomes easier to double money by leveraging. It's that simple. Okay. Um, look, pretty much all I'm saying is don't hate money. Understand how to leverage money and master making money. And you master that by starting your side hustles, focusing on your business, focusing on your job and your investment vehicles. So as long as you can master the art of making money, all you have to do is not hate money and learn how to leverage money. That's a simple one, two, three of the money game. Would you agree, AZ? Yeah. Uh, make make money work for you instead of you working for money. Oh, yeah, bro. Make every single dollar you make into an employee. There you yep. go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Anyways, bro. Dude, we're already at day 35 today which and then when you uh no i'm sorry when you guys see this podcast it'll be day 36 of the latin wealth club challenge dude it's crazy them i think my progress i'm even surprised at my progress bro i'm kind of i'm kind of scared i'm like who will like i don't even know who i'm gonna be at on day 60 anymore i thought i was gonna be the person i am right now but it seems like right and i do want to mention this too when it comes to money making money and doubling money and even with all your goals Sometimes you become such a high achiever that you're overlapping your expectations. See, I expected to be this big on day 60. I didn't expect this to be day 34. I'm looking this massive. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you realize that when you focus on a goal so much, you overlap your expectations. Or let's say your goal is so low that you already reached that goal halfway through. And I believe that that's when the little bitch voice comes in. You see, on day 34, I'm looking good. Boom. You know, I, I, I'm I flexing. You guys see it on Instagram. You guys see my progress. I'm looking good. My little bitch voice is telling me, hey, man, you look good. Let's, let's take a little break. Take a day off. Let's go out to eat. Let's go drink. You know, because... Then you're like, oh, I'm already, dude, I was expecting this day six. I could stop right now. But here's the thing. When you have momentum, you got to keep that momentum. And the thing is, is that you promised yourself that you weren't going to stop until day 60. So it doesn't matter if you look like what you would expect it to look like on day 60. You made a promise to yourself. Are you going to be a fucking coward or are you going to be a fucking winner? Let that sink in. Are you going to be a fucking coward little bitch? Or are you going to be a winner on day 60? Because that little bitch voice I know is telling you, damn, I look good. Let me take a little break. But once you take that little break, you're allowing the little bitch voice to take control and in that driver's seat of your body, of your mind, of your decision making, and of your mental toughness. I'm just letting you know, man. I'm just letting you know. Any final thoughts, AZ? What do you, anything you, you want to add on? Anything you want to say, bro? No, man. I think you covered it, man. Yeah. yeah. You look did great, you, bro. I yeah. appreciate it, bro. Yeah. But did, did you learn a little bit about the money game? Something, something new? Anything new? 
Of course, man. Yeah, it's always a nice refresher to hear, uh, you know, all the little yeah the the steps, bro. The those steps that you laid out, I think, is a perfect way to do it. I think uh, one key thing just to remember is uh, just make sure that you always have money working for you. Um, figure out different ways to to be able to use your money to your advantage. And most people think that just a Roth IRA is going to get you to a million dollars. Maybe it will. There's a high possibility that. It's it not going to be enough by the end yeah. because there's a limit. So once you, if you're in a in a position to be able to max that out and then use some extra money to do some side stuff, bro, that's that's um, where yeah. you're going to make money work for you. Two things not to do though before I leave: don't FOMO, right? If you hear Ooh. about an investment opportunity, mm-hmm. do not FOMO. Yeah. FOMO means fear of missing out. Just mm-hmm. because the stock's going up doesn't mean. When you buy, it's going to keep going up. Okay, Absolutely. so don't FOMO, and two, don't be impulsive. To buy shit. Think about stuff, right? Don't be impulsive to leverage your money without a plan. Make sure you're planning. Make sure you're strategizing. Make sure you're doing your proper research before you even think about leveraging money. But just simple rules. Just saying. You guys could either take it or leave it. With that being said, stay dedicated, stay motivated, all money in, no money out, and we'll see you on the next one. Play the outro easy. Be your guide But if your money Be your leader Then your power